Dun, dun, dun. Today, Marin and I will be talking about social media. From the time that we first created our Instagram accounts on and on and on to today. Because I know, at least for me, it's been a rough relationship with social media, to say the least. This is scurry, but I think that McKenna has a lot to say on this, so I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see what I'll spill and what she'll spill. Well, great. Let's get right into it. So how old were you when you created your first Instagram account? Hmm. I'm looking at McKenna with squinted eyes right now because I honestly have no freaking clue. I think I started, I don't know, like, I'm conflicted if I started a Snapchat or an Instagram first and that depicts, like, what year... I think I started an Instagram first, and I want to say probably we weren't allowed to. Like, I wasn't allowed to until sixth grade. I think you're right. For me, it was seventh grade. So I think, like, our parents didn't let us. But I also think that's probably around the same that's year when that it came, came out. out. Yeah. And oh, I, we're so, so old! But you know what? And I, so I loved Instagram when it first came out. I post pictures of, oh, I want a four-door Jeep Wrangler. And remember, there'd be so many, like, fun oh contests God. and activities you could do with your friend and... It was so, Instagram when it first came out was just the most fun platform and it was all about photography and just it your was, friends, yeah. right? It was Honestly, so fun. Honestly, like, like, it was all about using filters and stuff, I remember. Oh, yeah, filters And middle school, big. one of the classes we took was called Expressive Arts and it was basically everywhere from writing, sh- like, Shakespeare plays in Elizabethan English to literally photographs on your, like, iPhone. And so I remember on my Instagram, I'm pretty sure I went around our campus and took a bunch of pictures for this class and then put it on my Instagram with like the filters or whatever, which I think was my first experience to Instagram because I honestly don't think I posted any pictures of myself for the first couple of posts. Yeah, there was like no photos of you. It was mostly things that we liked or like random photos on Google that were funny. Like it was just such random stuff and... So for, I would say for all like seventh and eighth grade, I loved it. Like I really loved the platform and how it was so lighthearted and fun to communicate with friends. But I think that flipped high school. Like I distinctly remember in high school, content started becoming more like beautiful photos of yourself and FOMO, like the fear of missing out. Like you'd see, oh, your friends are doing something fun and you know, you weren't there or stuff like that. Like that's when it... I, I became really acutely aware that, wow, I'm go- logging on Instagram and feeling kind of down after I, like, get off my phone. And not just that, I'm spending so much more of my time on my phone. Like, what about you? Did you ever feel like that? I don't know if I necessarily felt that way. I think I was going through, like, a lot that I wasn't trying to depict my life on social media. I had just started developing an eating disorder, and so I think it wasn't something that I was paying much attention to. That being said, I do remember things like Teen Beat, which was a magazine that we used to like read when we were little and it was something that was a special treat for us and that we could pull up like if we were going to the airport or if, you know, we got to go to CVS, like a CVS run with our mom or something and we got to pick up a Teen Beat magazine and there were pictures of celebrities and I I remember following. Yeah, Yeah, that's also, that was also another thing where it started to become... Instagram just changed like influencers were getting suddenly we were following like Kylie Jenner and like other like celebs and then comparison I think started creeping in and 
I think that's also when YouTube started to come into play a lot more. I know that I wasn't allowed to really watch YouTube until sixth grade probably when I got an iPad for school and then that's when I started to kind of discover things and that's when I started following people like My Life is Eva, a bunch of like Instagram or a bunch of YouTubers who used a lot of filters on their um, thumbnails and stuff like that which then kind of transported that platform on YouTube to Instagram which I think kind of shifted the way that Instagram has now become into a place of influencer in, culture yeah influencer culture filtered like putting highlight your, highlight yes highlight like real. putting your highlights of your life instead of kind of what it used to be and maybe it was also because we were very juvenile like we were yeah, younger we were young, you know right. so I don't think we really understood obviously I think we were the generation that got the talk about what you post on the internet is forever. We were, like, the first ones, too, to really, yeah. like, be on there. Like, yeah. when it came out, how crazy that our kids will not know old. life... Our kids will not know life without Instagram, and I feel like now I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, damn, I wish in some ways that there was no social media. Like, yeah. that there was no Instagram. Oh, yeah. I've gone through phases where... I've deleted my Instagram account, like not just the app from my phone, but deleted the whole profile. Like I've done that three times at least. And I've done it a lot. And I do it because I struggle with social media. Or I, I still do struggle with social media addiction where I just can't get off it. And it's, it gets really toxic to myself, like my mental health. And I know when I'm in that place and I just, I didn't have the strength to have the apps and I would just delete profiles and then when I felt a stronger myself or like okay I want it then I'm gonna create a new profile and I always so I've had three different accounts I love it when I met like it doesn't even matter the number of followers I have but it's like I love it when my friends are commenting and hyper engaged but you reach a point after you have like at least for me like 200 followers and then I don't know then you care more about what you're posting because it's not just like, you know, with your, it's like a Finsta's really yeah. safe, a safe way. It's yeah. like just your close friends and you post things. And now suddenly, regardless of how many followers you have, if it's more than, you know, you're like comfortable with it, it can be kind of weird. Like there's a lot of doubt. Like, do I post something? Do I not post something? Like, I don't really talk to this person any, anymore, but I still follow them. And I don't know, there's just so much like weirdness and like negativity. And so I still, to this day, I don't think I'll delete my profile maybe again, but I definitely do delete the app from my phone. I try to during the weekdays stay off it. Obviously now like we're doing right and like promotion posts and stuff, but even that's hard for me. Like when I ha when I download the app to like check on how the engagement's going with Ray, I like I still find myself falling down that tunnel of comparison and feeling shitty about my life, even though I love. Like, I'm so grateful for my life and I love my friends and, you know, things are good. It's, like, it's so crazy how social media can do that, you yeah. know? I also think there's, like, kind of, like, an unspoken rule of Instagram. That are, There are many unspoken rules about Instagram. And I'm just going to, like, jump here, kind of, like, ignore the part that I think is really important in terms of growth from middle school to high school to college and being on social media one of the things that I find myself doing now is just kind of taking a step back and you can silence profiles but I also think one of the unspoken mm -hmm. things about Instagram is if you unfollow somebody it's like a big deal and they people can see that sometimes like there are apps now that can tell you who unfollowed you or stuff like that crazy which to me. honestly I used to track that I used to care so much and I used to think that 
the ratio of people who follow me to who I follow used to be so important and it was like a sign of popularity if you had more people following you than people that you followed and now I'm like I don't give a like I don't give a shit like that's so insignificant and most of the profiles that I now follow and that are on my feed are more the accounts that I find affirmations for and the accounts that make me feel better because the accounts that don't make me feel better just turn me into a spiral but then on the contrary kind of playing devil's advocate Instagram is such a powerful tool because it can make you connect with people like McKenna and I who've moved from place to place we get to keep in touch with yeah people. we get to keep in touch with people and I think a part of that is a bit superficial just because some of these people are friends that we have not spoken to in a very long time but it's still there's something humbling and something very heartwarming about seeing your friends or like who were your friends at the time post things and still feeling like you're a part of their life which is the part of social media that I like, but then also it would I would be lying if I said that there are parts of saying people that I used to hang out with all the time, you know, people from when we lived in California and stuff who I don't keep a, a lot, like, good contact with, seeing them post about, like, them with their new friends. And, yeah, that kind of, like, tears my heart a little bit because you think about the unknown of, well, what would have happened if I stayed there longer? Or, like, what would have happened if we went to high school together or whatever? And so I think that's the part of social media that then can drive you into a very toxic spell because you're kind of thinking about like, well, crap. Now I'm thinking about things that I should not even give energy or give like the time to because I should be thinking about where I am today and like how I've gotten to where I am today. But I also think there is, again, parts of social media, which this is not like a new medium at all. Yeah, like the way that Instagram and Facebook are like mediums and stuff that's nothing different from like the newspaper or from the magazines of where you can see people who are so clearly photoshopped and stuff like that i think instagram just makes it a little bit more accessible to people a lot who more cannot accessible. yeah a lot more accessible to people who can't like afford or have the platforms to be on a magazine or things like that but i can see the beauty in social media but i can also see how freaking toxic it is because now i'm like I don't get, I don't understand how, and this could be like a relatively privileged and selfish thing for me to say, but I don't get how sometimes people can just like post something for meaning if it's literally just them like showing off their happiest parts of their life, which I am fully at to blame for Like I would never post a photo of myself crying. Like nobody would ever post on Instagram, I'm having a shitty day. Like that's it. That just doesn't happen. Yeah, no, I don't, honestly, I don't think I I would be able to, but one of the things that I've tried to, I guess, normalize on my Instagram, because I do like Instagram, like, I think it's fun. There are some pictures that, yeah, I want to, I want to post, like, why would, I want to share, I look, like, hot as hell on this, or, you know, I want to share, it's Kylie's birthday, or my best friend, like, whoever's birthday, whatever. Like, those are the reasons why I use my platform, or I see an affirmation that I think is really inspiring, and I'm like, well, in order for me to feel it, I want to, like, share it in a way but I don't even you're so you Marin has such a better relationship than me everything she's saying is like I can't say the same like I truly can't I still get validation from likes and that's why like I had to turn them off but which I love that Instagram just came out with that but I struggle like so much with Instagram I really do like it's just it really is not a positive place for me like 
I don't know, like it, it takes me out of the present, it takes me out of focusing on my life and suddenly I'm like thinking of what other people are doing in their lives like and I don't know why that is but I know I have a lot more like growth to do in myself before I can get to the place where I can like look at people's my friends posts and not like doubt myself or just like yeah. get out of my own life like I feel like I, it just takes me completely out I, of the present yeah. like it really does it's just this virtual world that is not great vibes it's bullshit but yeah. I also think a part of like I don't I totally get that and I think they're part of me that that sees that through posts and I think there are some posts that you can see that are relatively superficial or like you know I don't know I I like when people share their highlights because it's embracing the positive True. but then also a part of me is like oh well that makes me like on shitty days where I feel like shit about myself I'm like well it'd be nice if I saw a picture of someone crying because then I would know that I'm normal yeah but that's also the reality that we live in and so I guess kind of shaping your reality like I don't really try to compare my life on Instagram because I know that it's a different it's a filter it's a a, it's a curated photo or a curated collection of photos of what's like positive and not the reality I guess what I try to do with my Instagram which I've realized I've been posting a lot less just because I don't really get the, I don't get satisfaction from the lights any likes anymore I definitely did I think when I was in high school or like at least a freshman or sophomore in college because it was kind of however many likes you got on a picture or whatever that was like your popularity kind of thing right and then I stopped giving a fuck because I was like that's so stupid so like who why does Instagram why does like Mark Zuckerberg get to define like who how cool I am or not I don't give a but I think that comes with time like I don't it does I, you know I used to care about how many friends I had but now I'm like no I care about like the quality of the friendships that, that I have versus like versus the number you know like yeah. I I know I, I can see the likes I can see how many people I follow I can see how many people follow me and at this point I'm like whoever if some if I lose a follower who cares like they weren't appreciating my posts anyways Mm -hmm. like my com my captions on my pictures are ridiculous and I love it I love it because then I'm like who cares like I at that time yeah I want to share a picture does the comment have anything to do with the picture no who cares like I'm doing it for me like I don't care yeah you've really inspired me and taught me how you can have a healthy relationship with social media and I I love that and I love your crazy quirky captions I love it when you post your guitar videos like Anything that's vulnerable like that, where you're not showing the traditional perfect shot on the beach in your bikini, like, that's awesome. It's just few and far between, I think. Yeah. I mean, again, I think it's easier said than done because I, again, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable posting a picture of me crying. I I think that'll come with time, especially with Ray. Like, that's a goal for me to be, like, really vulnerable to the fact where I'm sharing things that I never thought that I would share with people that I don't talk to every day but I think I think that's all about perspective in a way where you know I know there are things that I need to work on but one of the things that I know that I don't want like I don't feel the need to work on is like my relationship with social media which I think is something that's so interesting that that's why you bring that up because I think you're a perfect example of somebody who's deleted their platform multiple times and then restarted again and restarted again and all these things and it's it's inspiring because it's fun and I restarted too because of Maren's point of how it's so valuable and keeping you in touch with people that we knew in elementary school like I reconnected with a few people I haven't talked to in 13 years recently within the past few months because of Instagram and I don't disregard that I think that's a beautiful thing and it really 
It'd be, I mean, it wouldn't be impossible. We have email and stuff, but I think that that's a really good aspect to it. I think that, you know, you just need to make sure you have healthy practices in place and that you're conscious of what you're thinking as you scroll and that you can, you know, back away from it. And I think boundaries are just important, especially because these apps are designed to be addictive and they're designed to show you content that, you know, might not be the most positive but that keeps you engaged 1000 percent, and i think especially as somebody who like literally this was my major where i studied media culture communications like i literally studied algorithms of like how instagram and facebook and youtube and tiktok work and the way that it's programmed to like prey off of your insecurities and to prey off of the things that you don't have privilege from which is absolutely terrifying but it's also very parallel to the way I guess society is in a way where, you know, there are things that make you feel the way that you feel because like that's how they're programmed and designed to, which I think is a whole nother topic. But I say that because I think there is a powerful tool in Instagram and all social media platforms for that fact where you can connect to people. And I think that's something that we're trying to change through, right? Like where you can connect to people who you feel you have similar things with. And, you know, I, rem- I know that I've reached out to a few people who we went to elementary school with who I've not talked to in years, but I see them post something on Instagram that's incredibly vulnerable, or I can see that they're going through, like, a hard time, and I reach out to them, and I'm like, hey, I know we haven't talked in a while, but I'm always here if you want someone to talk to, because I know that it's hard to be vulnerable in these public spaces and these public spheres, but then there's the flip side of that and it's like even people who are vulnerable like that they still get hate and it's because it's so much easier to hide behind like this fake facade of your instagram username or a profile that that's not who you are i think a lot of that comes with age as well because a lot of people who are making those comments are still are, are young and they're learning how to use social media for the first time and then if they're not young and they like the way that I view that is that they're going and I'm not giving them the validation that it's okay the way that I view it is with empathy and that god they're struggling so much that they want to hurt someone else that like my heart goes to them because I hope that whatever like they're struggling with they can get through Mm -hmm. because you don't no one comments something on an Instagram post or TikTok or whatever YouTube and says something malicious because they like really want to I mean some people do because that's you know they're not like they lack that human empathy but the majority of people who do that it's because like they're they're feeling pain inside and they don't know how to express it and does that mean justifying it through like telling someone else like some negative thing about themselves or like being critical or judgmental or just flat out bullying on the internet absolutely not but if anything in the way that my perspective has shifted is like clearly they're going through something and I can't fight that that I can't fight their bullying fight back with more fire the only thing that I want to like give to them is just like all the patience and kindness and like love just like you fight you fight fight with like love right you know like all I can hope for is like when I am watching youtubers that I love or like I see my friends and they have like hate posts on their comments it's like all I want for them is to realize like yeah it's easier said the done to ignore them and to not feel critical about yourself or to not take them personally but at the same time like all you can do is just like not take it personal and just be like you're hurting in a way and like I just want to pour my love into you because I hope that like 
I hope that whatever you're going through, you feel some type of clarity and yeah. peace. And everybody's going through something too. Like I've posted photos that look really happy, but I'm posting it crying. Like you don't know what others are going through and just because their life looks so perfect online, they could be going through really challenging things. And I think having that empathy, like you said, and really remembering these are people like with human you know emotions we need to respect and have an appreciation for that yeah completely agree could not agree more yeah Yeah, I think it's much you you never know what somebody's going through and I think that's so much easier again said than done most of these things are easier said than done but truly you have no idea what other people are going through and it's very easy for an individual to put up a facade because they want to like block themselves from maybe it's a defense like it could be a defense yeah Yeah, it could be a defense mechanism but at the end of the day like I always look at someone who's like mean I never look at it as like and maybe this is me just like having hope in people but I try not to look at it like yes of course sometimes it hits personal and I'm like crap like that that hurts but at the same time like when I analyze it I'm like god like I hope I hope that they're okay like I hope that whatever is like inside of them that is making them feel that way and making them react that way like I hope that they find peace because I think that's one thing that's really the toxic part of Instagram is that it's really easy to hide behind a facade it's easy to hide behind these pictures that we post on our feed when like in reality we're crying and we want to like make ourselves feel good by getting the validation from the likes and the comments and nobody and nobody shares the tears nobody nobody, shares the bad days like it's and like i'm what i'm saying right now like yeah would i still be scared as hell to actually post a picture of me crying on my like instagram where i can people from my elementary school and like boys from my high school can see like no that's fucking terrifying yeah that's actually terrifying like that makes me want to shiver in my bones but also if we keep hiding, if we don't admit to things like that, then it's like, well, how are we making a difference in the world? Because in reality, even though I'm scared that I'm going to be judged for that, the reality is is that we literally all cry. We all feel these emotions. We're all human. We go through these things. It's just a matter of like, I don't know, like sharing it. Right. So I think that's one of the hard things about social media is the fact that you can hide behind a persona and I think that's one of the reasons why I struggle so much with influencers is because that they, seems like such a hard job 1, like thousand I'm percent. like I could never be an influencer to the pressure to show that raising kids or yeah you know wearing the perfect outfits and doing a lookbook or whatever it is like oh my goodness you got to be on Instagram all day long YouTube all day long edit your life make it look perfect you know not try not to get hate like god forbid you say the wrong words or post the wrong thing like oh my goodness to me that is just that scares the hell out of me which i think that could be also another good podcast is like cancel culture because i think that's something that influencer culture has brought up a lot and how fast especially with our society and i think this is one thing nyu has especially taught me is how fast cancel culture can happen to and like how like quick people can like jump to conclusion I could never I I could never be like a traditional influencer at all like I people hate on them all the time and you're never gonna win there are people who are gonna love you and there are people gonna hate you and I think it's really hard and if you don't post then people speculate yeah but then if like you say something wrong like people are gonna cancel you left and right and you can basically expect to be canceled and the reality is it's like just have 
freaking so empathy. Much Imagine yourself they just in that so position. Much, yeah, and they have so much pressure to have a perfect life. Yeah. Like, so much. Yeah. It's it's a really... I People are always like, an influencer is not a job. I'm like, that is... That's a job because you have brands relying on the way that yeah. you present yourself. That You could say one thing wrong and all your brand deals are off. Things like that, that it's like... It's how just, would you feel if crazy, you were in yeah. that position? The same way it's like... How would you feel if you were a celebrity and you had paparazzi? And I get that that's what you can, like, I get the argument that, well, that's what you sign up for, for doing these things. But there's still a part of, there's still a part of that, that it's like, just because you sign up for something doesn't make you any less human than, like, yeah. you or me. Like, there's still, a, but I, there's still a human being. Yeah. The point is, though, that Instagram did create and fuel this influencer, my life is perfect, yeah. you know, economy. And we just had to tap ourselves out of that. Like, as you scroll, tell yourself, like... This is a highlight reel. This is a highlight reel. Like, I'm just doing this to see what my friends are up to. Set boundaries. It's so, so key because life is not perfect. And, you know, it's just, it's not the the full picture. It's a surface level. It's, 1,000%. you know, the top of the iceberg. And that doesn't go just for Instagram. That goes for, like, literally Anything. all platforms. I know one thing that I'm working on right now is setting boundaries with TikTok. Yeah. Like, I've set boundaries with Snapchat. I rarely use Snapchat now. Like, I, I use it. I snap people, like, maybe, like, once every two weeks when I'm on it. The one thing I do use on Snapchat is my private story because I think it's funny to be, like, vibes. Like, you know, like, I want to – the only people on my private story are people – who I talk to every day, and so it's, like, an easier way to, like, tell them something. Yeah, I don't use that. I use that. That's the only thing. I I don't even snap. Like, I don't even snap people. It's TikTok that is, like, I have the worst relationship with because I get sucked into TikTok. The algorithm is so good. I literally get sucked into TikTok, and I'll be in bed when I should not be on my phone, and I'm, like, literally cannot put TikTok down. And that's why I don't really go on TikTok or have it. Sometimes I have to for my work to do, like, market research, but, like, it's a time suck. Like, know that it's no longer five minutes, girls. Like, you can ignore the timer that you set on your phone. Like, know when you open these apps, it's it could easily be right there an hour at a minimum of your life. Yeah. And do you really want to spend it that way? Like, I don't know, right? Like, it's, it's a like great escape. TikTok's like, oh, crap, funny. I'm rethinking my... They're rethinking everything. I bet everybody gets addicted, I guess is the point I'm trying to make. It's just like... I, I try to put myself, I'm an all or nothing person. Like, I'm like, I don't want these apps on my phone because I know I'll be on there for, like, six hours. Like, really. On, I'll spend my whole Saturday, or like, a decent, you know, amount of hours, like, on these platforms. And I'm like, just don't, I don't even want to put myself in that situation. I'd rather read the book. I'd rather, wa- rather watch, Roger. rather ra- watch, like, a Ball. show. Um, but, yeah, that's just me. Anyways, yeah, we just wanted to do an episode on social media because we know it is, it's just such a it's huge tough. part of our lives. It's a huge part and of our lives. It's freaking tough, let's be honest. Yeah, like, it is can hard. Be really, the, it's a slippery slope between yep. toxic and really fun to see what your friends are up to. Like, that is a very hard balance that I have, I'll be the first to say, I've not mastered. I'm not even close. But, like, you have great you know I but I have not mastered it like I have yeah. I have boundaries but I think also still like it's hard it's to made to be addictive. sometimes like yeah. it's made to be addictive just it is know literally the algorithm yeah. is literally like transcripted to target you and to get you sucked in into like make you feel a certain way about yourself so then you'll get sucked in again and again and again and again 
take some media classes. Time, learn to, about, time learn, to go watch TikTok. Yeah, now. literally, now time to go watch TikTok. No, but seriously, go, like, do some research on it if you, like, don't believe us. Like, for real, I, being in school taught me, if it taught me one thing, it was, like, Highly recommend wow. also the book The Four by Scott Galloway, which is about Facebook, Apple, Amazon, and Google, and just the massive amount of influence these companies have on us. And that was that just opened my eyes a lot and makes it easier for me to set boundaries when you look at it super factually. But anyways, yep, that's our spiel on social media, and we will catch you guys later. Yeah, toodles, guys. Toodles. See you on Instagram. See you on Instagram. (laughs) Kidding. It's only real. Okay. We're only posting real feelings. Okay. Bye.